Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is a show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We're your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, he's half an inch shy of an inch. It is Scotty Westside, the legend. I should have known that you would, your intro would be from from that scene because <laughs> it must be your favorite uh, scene from this episode because I I feel like that guy is just you. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that guy is just a hundred percent you, uh, and that kills me. What I what I lie about? Yeah, well, you I don't know this. me. I wouldn't lie about this. <laughs> Fucking old drunk ass over here, dude. Hey, speaking of that, hey, hey, oh, raise a toast, raise a toast, to my baby. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, actually, I'm drinking a new whiskey uh, tonight. Uh, it's called High West. Is this one of the ones that old Jebby boy uh, recommended to you? Uh, uh, he actually he didn't. So funny that you say that. He didn't recommend this to me, but <laughs> he has he has had it before and he likes it. I was going to say, he unrecommended it to you, but yeah, you got exactly. it anyway because you were like, yeah. fuck you, Jeb. Yeah. You don't make Jeff decisions for the podcast. Exactly. Uh, I, reverse shout out to Jeb because he's never going to listen to this. We were just giving him him shit the other night for being a bad friend. So I want to not give Jeb a shout out. I want to ungive him a shout out. Is that a thing you can do? Because I'm, I'm doing sure, it. Sure. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, okay. I don't understand. <laughs> Was there more to this? No. Or are you going to? It's okay. just an un. Uh, all right, unshout out I, Jeff. Yeah, unshout out Jeff. Exactly. That's all okay, I want to say. What about Jeb? Jeb is worse. True. That's, yeah. that's true, true, true. 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 Jeb does not know how to lifeline res in Apex. Well, Jeb doesn't know how to do much. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, no. He knows how to be a dad. Uh, Jeb. Jeb updates his Xbox for a week and a half yeah, to get yeah. ready to play Apex. Yeah. 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 True. 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 <laughs> True. Uh, how you doing this week, man? Uh, it's been, I, I feel like we haven't really talked much this week. Have we not? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm good. I just, uh, I just been chilling. The weather's been uh, warming up, getting pretty nice. It feels like it's spring out there, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, we had a very weird spring thunderstorm that lasted yeah. like an hour. That was kind of crazy the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna guess continue to talk about the weather because that's fucking riveting. Uh, yeah, people are so into there. They love it so much. Um, that's about it. Yeah, that's all I got going on. Wow, I fin- eventful. Huh? I finished uh on my rewatch of Gundam Wing. Oh, uh, which which I have never seen. Which you've never seen, and I know I pitched the idea. I I. I I almost wanted that to be like your continued thing after you we finished one piece for you or mm-hmm. at least doing for the show. Sure. Uh unhappy to report that I have not seen that show in years and years and years and years, probably since Does I was not like hold a teenager. Up as, as good. Does not fully hold up. Uh which is a little eh, disappointing. Not to say time, it's time age and wrinkles will do yeah, that to Yeah, listen, not to say it's bad. It's not bad, but it is sure. not the bastion of incredible programming i once thought it was mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. does not hold up like say to the uh standard of you haka show which is one oh. from the same era that totally holds up today totally holds up. so 
Yes. A uh, little disappointed Agreed. in that, but, uh, you know, other than that, hey, what do? I don't know that I've ever asked you this. Were you ever into Inuyasha? Um, I have seen some of it, not all of it. Wasn't, like, super into it. Gotcha. Okay. I kind of also was in the same, like, boat, like, growing up. I wasn't, like, super into it, mm-hmm. but, like, I'd catch it every now and then when it was on late, because it was always on pretty yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... I feel like that one might be one that if I went back, I may like it more as an adult. Interesting. I always felt like it was a little a little more mature sure. and dark than like like what I was watching as a kid. I am excited. I don't know if we've talked about this, but did you know they're remaking Rivoni Kenshin? Uh, I did know this, actually. I'm excited um, for that. Have we not talked about this? I don't this? think that we have. I... I'm not excited about it. No? Did I tell you? I feel like I did. I feel like we must. I'm, I would have brought this up at the time. It was sometime in the last year. Maybe it's been a little longer than that. But sometime in the last like year and a half, I went back and tried to rewatch Rurouni Kenshin. And it didn't hold up? It's fucking awful, dude. It's you know bad, what? Bad. Now that you say that, I think we have talked about this. Probably on the podcast, and time is a flat circle, and we will do yeah. this uh, till yeah. the end dude, of time. Dude, we just live here, dude. I don't we know. just fucking live here. That is uh, disappointing to hear. Maybe it's they'll... fucking bad, dude. Fix... It. Uh, sure, maybe. It's just... They it's usually so... make things worse. Is what they usually I don't know. Maybe you'd feel differently. I, uh, I would be curious to know what you thought. Interesting. Uh, how has your week been, pal? Uh, dude, my week has been eventful and good, yeah. actually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple life updates. Uh, I know that our listeners oh, just love this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are not here to listen to us talk about Game of Thrones. Um, I We do that? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, I have been working towards... Uh, uh, a move and a uh, role with the company I work for that's gone through. And I am, I am officially starting training for that role tomorrow, which is great. I'm very excited for that. Oh yeah. Three cheers for Zachy boy. Yeah. That's going to be a really nice, very welcome life change uh, for Amanda and I um, financially is going to be great, but like, which is, is always good, but also just uh, a more flexible schedule. And I'm, I am so fucking pumped for that. Hell yeah, um, bro. Yeah, it's like my schedule and my job is essentially going to be uh, production based. So it's not really like set hours. It's just like get your job done mm-hmm. and then you're done. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I'm I'm really really looking forward to it. Uh, also, I helped my my uh, brother in law and his family move into a new place this weekend. So your boy is feeling sore. Oh yeah. Oh uh, man, I am feeling thirty. Dude, tell you that, dude. <laughs> Oh, old ass over here. Yeah, dude, dude, I as someone who has moved way too many times in his life, mm-hmm. uh, moving fucking sucks. It yes. is maybe one of the worst things that you can do in life. Yeah. And I have somehow done it like a dozen times in yes. like the past 10 years. Not that many, yeah, man. it's close uh, to that. So, well, I mean, you know this, and I we uh, occasionally talk about, like, how you and I used to work together, mm-hmm. but the company that Scott and I used to work together, when you would move up in that company, you were essentially required to right. move. And we're yeah. not talking, like, moving across town. Like, it's, like, full-ass, like... Cross-country. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we were a nationwide company, and they mm-hmm. would want you in a different market. Uh, it, was, it was something else. Uh, it was fucking ridiculous is what yeah. it was. 
Um, anyway, we don't talk yeah. about the dark days, dude. I know. <laughs> Although, actually, <laughs> that's kind of all we—that's kind of all we talk about because we we had good times. When you Des- and I worked together, man, yes. that was some good times. Despite um, the the company having a lot of issues, uh, sure, it's how we met. And we yeah. had many Chaz as well, of course. That's how we met our buddy Chaz. And for the job we had to do, it was pretty decent money. Uh, well, some of us maybe not comparatively har- to now, but like, <laughs> well, some hey. of us worked harder than others, is what I'm just <laughs> gonna say. <laughs> no, no shade here, but some of us may have put in a little more effort than others. Mm-hmm, you know that mm-hmm. neither here nor there, but. Uh, it brought us together for this lovely friendship, and we did have some yeah. good times. We had a lot of good yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. So, um, I, oh, so anyway, yes. So, Amanda and I essentially moved, whether it was because of a promotion or lateral move with the company, mm-hmm. or because it was one of the very few times that we actually stayed in a market more than a year. Right. It was moving from, like, one apartment to another. Sure. Right, like like lease being over or something like that. Yeah, your ass Amanda moved and I, a lot as well. Amanda and I moved, I think, every year for at least like nine or ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, why did we do that? Like, I did the same, and it's it's just the worst, dude. It's because it's because that company name will not be said. Uh, gets people when they're young, and they're like, "This is the best it'll ever be." Well. <laughs> I did it even before I joined that company, and then I did it for a while after too. So I can't fully blame it yeah. on them. I'm just, I just that's how I was because in my head I was like, this is the best thing that exists, and like I, yeah. if I leave this company, I'm fucked. <laughs> There's nothing better out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Spoiler: most of it was better out there. Um, yes. Oh yeah. Anyway, anyway, you know, I'm I'm glad you got your cousin moved. Uh, moving sucks, but hopefully yes, you yes, yes, you're yes. not sore for too long. Yeah. Um, um, only other thing I will say yeah. uh, before we jump into this, unless you have anything, uh, I have been re-watching uh, the Lord of the Rings movies and oh, really? uh, the Hobbit movies. Yikes. Uh, oh, I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to self-plug here. Forgive me. Uh, Shocking. You never do yeah, that. Right. Uh, but the second podcast, for all you listeners and watchers out there who are not aware of this, the second podcast that uh, I am co-hosting with our good friend uh, Sam from Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk podcast, are uh, one of the episodes that we're doing some research for is a Lord of the Rings episode, uh, or, or, or Tolkien episode. I guess it wouldn't be just be Lord of the Rings. And um, it's been fun going through those movies again, but also... Boy, I don't love the Hobbit movies, like even a little. <laughs> so that's gonna be real fun. If you guys are not um following the Instagram, because this show has not launched at the time of you guys listening to this uh, episode. Hey, this is Zach from the future, and yes, it has. Uh, go hit us up at Deathwish Pod on Instagram. You think uh, and hope your timing on those are all. No, 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 no. We, look, we we have the date okay, set. We've got it right. uploaded. Yeah, it's. it's but do it's you like, know what date this is going up? This is going up. No, no, I don't. Don't pretend like you do. Actually, let's see. <laughs> yes, I already fucking knew it. No, 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 no. While, while you're checking on that, I do have something, actually, Zachy, we need to talk about before we fully dive in here. Actually, yeah, so, actually, this is perfect. This is incredible timing. <gasps> no, it isn't. At the time you guys are hearing this, it is likely. No, it isn't. St. Patrick's Day. Nope, that was last week. Uh, Friday the 17th. Uh, which 
our uh, Death Wish podcast drops on Wednesday, the 22nd. So the very next week. Nope. Yep. So that next was this week, week on Wednesday, be on the lookout for episode. This week. Actually, we're going to drop a few episodes uh, on, on the first day. You better hope and pray this shit don't change. Oh, dude, it's not changing, man. It's not changing. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, do that. We would love you and appreciate you. And if you guys are longtime listeners, it's just another n- another thing for you guys to consume that we're <laughs> splurting out, you know? Please don't ever phrase it like that again. Uh, that All right, what are you going to talk about? Made me so uncomfortable. Hey, I got uh, I got them there thrown in stats. <gasps> you I, got the stats? I got the stats. I was supposed to bring them last week, but I forgot. Uh, I, the whole plan was to some do it. Some of us work harder than yeah, others. Yes, some of us. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. That is, that's a good callback, though. I like that. Um. So this was where we were last time. This is not the updated stats, and I left this up. I can't see it. Well, I know, but that's fine. I left this up for one very big reason, uh, because I will call out. Take a look at number eleven here. Uh, Our 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 favorite little guy, John Snow, is at number eleven as of the end of season four. He's got 24 total points. He's been on the list 11 times. He's in 11th place behind Jamie, Littlefinger, the Hound, Rob, Cersei, Bobby B, Arya, Daenerys, Tyrion, Tywin, right? So fast forward 10 episodes, one season, season five. And lo and behold, where does little Lord Commander Jon Snow find himself? In third fucking place. Holy shit. My man's jumped eight spots. Season five was not great to any of us except Jon, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Which is ironic considering the way that season ended for him. Uh, But he was on six times out of the ten episodes... Uh, and now has 50 points and is trailing only the superpower Lannisters of Tywin and Tyrion. That, that is absurd. Uh, he has passed Daenerys. He has passed everyone in his wake. Arya plummeted a couple spots. She did not have a great season. Daenerys no. uh, went up uh, one spot, I think. Uh, but yeah, just a little interesting stuff. Top 15 again here. Nothing crazy. I think I said I would put the full list up on the <laughs> social last time. I don't think that happened, but maybe I'll remember this time. Yeah, just 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 send it to me. Just actually just ah, listen, put me in the document. That seems like so much that seems like so much effort. What I am curious about, because I think this is gonna come this is this is gonna come down to the wire. Will Tyrion pass Tywin? He is Nine points. What is the point? Okay. He is nine points back. So that is two first places, and he would pass Tywin. No, he won't. Seems easy, right? But then you think about it, and Tyrion. I I apologize about about showing my my hand a little for those of you who who are watching Game of Thrones for the first time, but I am gonna say this and I, I don't want this to curb your thought process of what you think about Tyrion, but season six, seven, and eight Tyrion is not the best Tyrion. Agreed. Uh I don't I don't know that we're going to see him on the list as often. I a nine point difference, man. So here's another question. Of all the people who could potentially dethrone Tywin at number one, 
I think John is probably the only one who's got a shot, but he's 30 points back. That's going to be tough. John is about to have an unbelievable season. I mean, he literally just had an unbelievable season also, though. No, he jumped no, no, eight no, no. spots. But, but, but also, yes. Come on. Yeah, that's, I, I think John and I Daenerys. Think, I think you're right. John and Danny are the two most likely to, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, unseat it's gonna to be interesting. Tywin. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, we knew John was having an, uh, an unbelievable Hey, will you do me an actual favor? Can you do this live? Yeah, yeah. Uh, If you have that document saved, can you, like, I've told you, like, uh, your feed to me back is super whitewashed. Like, I literally can't read anything. Can you just, can you email me this? Right now? Right now. I want to see it. All right, fine. And I I can cut this if you need me to. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Reply. This is a great opportunity to tell you guys to go hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at... We don't want a pod, you know, where we sometimes post and sometimes don't. So don't right. hang out with us. It's sent. I, and I okay. sent you the full list. Sick. Okay. I, I appreciate that. I am you should have told gen- me to do this before. I Well, I didn't realize you were coming with this. Yes, you did. We talked about it before we were... started. <laughs> no, man. That's we literally talked about lies it. Lies and fallacies, dude. We literally <laughs> talked about it. Uh, here we are. Oh my fucking lord! Here we go. John's average is still not incredible. Uh, but it's it's not terrible. Oh either. man! Wait, he's thirty points back, and he's in third place. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Tywin Tywin was a fucking juggernaut, dude. Dude. Tywin averaged 3.81 points per appearance. That means he basically nearly second or higher almost every time he was on the list. Ooh, hey, you know, I may have a sleeper pick here. Okay. No shot. There's no one else. I, well, you're probably right. Okay, hold on. Let's let let's uh let's take a, a jab at at this. Who do we think is going to be the most improved over season six? Over? You mean in season six? Yeah, like at the end of season six, who's going to move up the highest? Uh, I think Davos will make a substantial jump this season, uh, as the resonant super Davos fan. Uh, you may be right. I mean, that's that's not a bad pick. I at think all. Davos will jump several spots this season. What just happened to you? Did you lose power? Uh. Oh no, I didn't. Did you kick the plug? No, I. Uh, God damn it! I'm an idiot. The uh, PC that I use. Uh, so this is okay. <laughs> well, you guys want to peek behind the curtain? Sure, uh, why not? The, what are we doing here? So I have a ring light. Uh-huh. That's what's that's what's lighting my face here, and I have to plug it into a PC in order for like it's a USB. Sure, sure. I don't have an extra USB port on my laptop. Like they're all being used by my camera and mic and all that shit, right? So I have to plug it into my work PC. You could well, get a USB hub, but sure. I could get a USB hub, but that makes way too much sense, and we all know that I don't fucking Fair think enough. rationally here. Fair enough. Uh, 
And I recently got annoyed with how long my work PC would stay on. So I put it on sleep mode. Hey, if it's not being used for so long, then fucking turn off. Yeah, well, that's what just happened. I I suck. That's what happened. You are such a tool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was right. who? I want to hear. And again, we're kind of tipping our hand for yeah. what's coming ahead. But who's your sleeper pick? In season six, I don't know that this is the the answer, but I think that I think Arya is gonna move up a lot. I mean, she's already kind of right there. Like, she is pretty high, but... She's only four points behind Daenerys for spot four. So that's, that's like... Nothing. Yeah, well, we all know that we have some biases when it comes to Daenerys, so... I mean, listen, Daenerys is in fourth place. What do you want from us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the truth. Uh, Look at Bobby B holding strong at eighth with his 5.0 por- points per appearance. It's just, it's beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, truly. Holy shit. Rob also four and a half points per appearance. Is Dude, it is crazy. absurd that Yorin is still on this list. Wait, shut up. Oh, wait. No, 22. where? Oh, tw- well, well, yeah. I, Everyone's I on this. Zach has the full one. Uh, oh, gotcha, I only gotcha. have the top 15 up okay. right now. Ooh man, do we? Well, no. I there's one that we can't really say. Yeah, I think I know the one you mean. Yeah, we shouldn't uh, say that one. You know, I think I may I may agree with you, dude. I think Davos may have the largest jump. Um, because like he could yeah. move up. Uh, like he could like. Jamie and Bobby B at 30 points, 10 points ahead of him. I feel like he could move up easily into the top 10 this season. But I digress. That is the stats. That is that is what I brought for the day. Uh just a little just a little fun thing we like to do for the very first episode of the season. I never forget uh always bringing it hot and ready. <laughs> this is season 6 episode episode 2. That can't be right. Zach, you fucked up the title, buddy. You need to you need to fix that. This is season 6 episode 2 Home. Uh, I'm ready to kick us off with this recap. Are you ready, bud? Uh, yes. I'm going to have to remember when I'm supposed to start reading. Oh, it's about Bravos. Okay. All right. I think I have it. (laughs) Spoilers. We're going to talk about Bravos. Uh, but we begin with someone we have not seen in a hot damn minute. It's Cracklin' O'Bran. He's still in the Weirwood Cave doing vision training with the Three-Eyed Raven. Uh, he sees Winterfell in the past with young Ned, Benjen, Lyanna, and Hodor. Bran is mad that the Three-Eyed Raven pulled him out of the vision so soon. Hodor takes Bran to see Mira, who's still moping over her dead brother. At the wall, Sir Davos and the John Loyalists prepare to fight as Sir Alistair has the door knocked down. Suddenly, the Castle Black Gate is knocked down by 1-1 and Ed storms in with the Wildlings. Sir Alistair wants his men to fight, but after 1-1 shows what he can do, they surrender real quick. After 1-1 shows his old 1-2? <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Ed has Sir Alistair and the others that stab John locked in the cells. In King's Landing, Cersei wants to go to Marcella's funeral, but Tommy Boy has ordered that she remain in the Red Keep for her protection. Jamie asks Tommen why he hasn't gone to see her, and he admits that he's ashamed of being unable to protect her. The High Sparrow comes in and tells Tommen he can't see Marjorie, so Jamie tells him to go see his mother. 
Jamie threatens to kill the High Sparrow for what he did to Cersei, but a bunch of the of the followers, the Sparrows, come in, and Jamie knows he would die as well. Tommy goes and apologizes to Cersei, telling her that he should have killed all the Sparrows before he let that happen to her, and asks her for her help in being strong. In Marine, shit is real bad. The fleet has been burned. Astapor and Yunkai are back in control of the Masters. The dragons in the catacombs aren't eating, and Tyrion is making terrible jokes. Uh, Tyrion says the dragons being chained up in the pit is very bad for them, and goes down to feed them. They almost roast his ass, but he successfully unchains them, which isn't really feeding them, which is what I realized he said he was going to do, but then he didn't <laughs> actually do. <laughs> in Bravos, the waif is bullying a blinded Arya again, mm. when Jacken, a.k.a. the actual devil, comes to tempt her. He offers her food and shelter and her eyes back if she will only say her name. But Arya refuses and says that she is no one. Jacken approves and tells her to come and that she is not a beggar anymore. At Winterfell, Roos is giving Ramsay shit for his hunters failing and losing Sansa. Ramsay suggests that they'll uh, be headed to Castle Black and that they should go kill Jon Snow anyway. Roos says that he's an idiot because killing the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch would definitely unite the entire North against them. And young Lord Karstark is like, yo, my guy, I fucking got you, bud. Fuck the Starks. All my homies hate the Starks. We good. Uh, Roos is telling Ramsay what a madman what a madman he is. When the Maester comes in and tells them that Lady Walda had a baby boy. Ramsay does not take this news well. And he kills Roos, Lady Walda, and the baby. Very gruesomely, I may yeah. add. Sansa, Brienne, Theon, and Pod are camping out, and Brienne tells Sansa that, uh, excuse me, she tells Sansa about how she saw Arya, and Arya got away. Theon is certain that Jon will kill him the moment that they get to Castle Black, but Sansa says she won't let, uh, she won't let anything happen to him. Even still, Theon decides to leave them and head for the Iron Islands. Hey, speaking of those old Iron Islands, apparently Balon is still salty because his rebellion is failing. Did you guys know that uh, he was still having a rebellion? We didn't because... <laughs> we haven't like, seen this dude in a hot minute. <laughs> uh, Yara tries to call him on his, all of his bullshit, but he's not having it. As Balon's leaving, he runs into his brother Euron, a.k.a. Bam Margera... Who keeps killing, or excuse me, who kills him by throwing him off a rope bridge. Who keeps killing him. Keeps killing him. Does it over and over. There was like a loop. There was a glitch. Yeah, yeah. In the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the VHS. (laughs) In the VHS. There will now be a King's Moot, which is substantially less cool than an Ent Moot. Dude. (laughs) True. I love you and hate you. Did you have this joke? Yes, I had this joke. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Entmoot. All my homies love Treebeard. Dude. <laughs> That's so funny. Treebeard absolutely fucks. Go listen yeah. to our uh, Lord of the Rings podcast uh, to hear us yes. rant about how great Treebeard is. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, there will now be a king's moot uh, to decide who will rule the Iron Islands. At Castle Black, Davos goes to Melisandre and asks if... 
asks her if there's any way that she can bring John back. Mel is against this idea because she has lost her faith, but Davos gives a great goddamn speech and gets her to at least give it a try. Just to see what it tastes like. <laughs> just to see what it tastes like. <laughs> she does her little ritual thing, which is basically just a cut and shampoo at the beauty salon with, with Valyrian chanting, but it appears to have failed. Mm. They all leave the room. After a moment, Ghost stirs, and John wakes up. Bam! Bam! Guess who's back? Bang, back, bang, back. John back is back. Again. Back bang, again. Bang, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the worst. Um, anyway, that is... I was just going... <laughs> Believe me, I noticed. Uh, that was season six, episode two, Home. Uh, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this episode. Really? Okay, interesting. Well, why don't we get into it and discuss that? Because I'm not... I guess I'm not sure where I land on this episode. I think yeah. the ending is great. Uh, yeah. And there are things about it that are good. Well, let's start with something I know <laughs> you'll love and that are good. It's it's your favorite character, Cracklin' Oatbran. Um, Yikes. He's back. So this is the first time we've seen him in a season and an episode. Yes. Correct. Uh... <laughs> uh. He, he went through a growth spurt. <laughs> yes, he did. He looks like... He looks... <laughs> He looks like a weirdo. Um, he got a haircut because last time we saw him, he was in his like Beatles haircut phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of young British actors like go through that. They just like, all do you remember, look like the Beatles at some point. Do you remember uh, the fourth movie of Harry Potter? Yes. The oh, of Fire? how could I forget? <laughs> uh, how could I ever forget them in all with their long ass hair? Dude, hold on. Actually, speaking of Harry Potter, um, oh, Jesus, so, uh, so of course Amanda, it all has to come back to fucking. It, it all Harry has Potter. to come back to this. Yes. So Amanda's playing Harry Potter behind, like she just she just started. I believe it's called Hogwarts Legacy. Yes, Thank Hogwarts you. Legacy. Yes, um, you know the old game Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets for PS2. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Hogwarts of Legacy. Oh. Yes. Um, <laughs> so she, um, I was watching her play when she was like creating her profile mm-hmm. and building her character and everything, and uh, it got to the point where you have to name your character. And, like, I know that for people like you who use the same name, Jimmy Legs, with every character that I you I don't. Make. That's just for the ones. That <laughs> <laughs> Not for everything. Just shit I don't care about. Yeah, Jimmy Legs. Um, wait, didn't you name uh, your, your Link Jimmy Legs? Oh, no, you named, your, you named your horse Jimmy Legs. Yeah, I named my whole horse in Breath of the Wild Jimmy Legs. Jimmy Absolutely. Legs. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's appropriate uh, for a horse. It is. <laughs> Jimmy legs. Anyway, Amanda like paused and she was like going through a fucking battle. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Like, what do I name my character? Like, There's... is this supposed to be cool or is it supposed to, yeah, like she was. Surely there are like Harry Potter name generators out there like there are for Star Wars and shit, right? I mean, I'm sure, yes, but she was definitely struggling mm. until she finally dis. I was like, dude. Just play the game. Like literally, nobody's. No, no, no. This is important. I'm with Amanda on this one. I was like, you're not going to go Jimmy Legs. It's very important, except for everybody I tell, which is now the entire internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So her her name that she decided on was uh, Salamander Jones. That fucking rules. (laughs) That that fucks so hard. Salamander Jones. (laughs) 
Dude, okay. I'm so glad you brought this funny, back to dude. Harry Potter just to hear. <laughs> Why didn't you bring that up at the beginning? That's far and away the best thing that's happened to you in like a year. Yeah, okay, that's is fair. Salamander Jones. That's I amazing. Just, I had is I that, forgot to mention it. Is she playing as a girl or a boy? She's playing as a girl. Okay. That name goes so hard. Salamander, Salamander Jones, dude. Jones. <laughs> I love that. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, Cracklin' Oat Bran. Um, yeah, okay, Bran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, I, okay. I really like seeing old Winterfell and these yes. young characters. Like, that's cool and fun. Yeah, definitely. Liana seems cool as fuck. Yeah. Uh, she's a little bit of a show-off, a little bit of a hot dog, but, you know. That's she kind of reminds me of, like, what Arya might be like when she's a little, like, a, like the perfect blend between an Arya and Sansa. Uh, kind she of a seems, badass, but she still She seems lady. a little more arrogant than, than Arya, but. I don't know. I, listen, I'm nitpicking here. Um, poor, uh, what is it? Uh, he, Ned using John's line about ringing, ringing his head like a bell. Yeah. Uh, to poor little Benjamin, and I'm like, that's the line you're gonna pass on. It's not even that great of a line. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Is that the way? Is that really what we're going to here? Yeah. There's a lot of bad lines in this episode. Let me. Uh... I, just I don't that. think I know. There's a couple good ones. I do have a couple good ones. Um, but yeah, Bran is back. I I don't. This whole scene with like Mira pouting and like the uh, the 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 child. Is there an easy way to say? Is it just a child of the forest or one of the children of the forest? They have such. I just a- call him a a cough. C O F. Child of forest. Okay, fine. <laughs> that sounds weird. I'm not gonna use cough. Uh, <laughs> I hate their redesign. By the way. It freaks oh, yeah. me out. I, I, I can't stand it. I, I, like, I like the old ones. I liked the old ones a lot better. I think mm-hmm. from, from season four, the finale, the quick look we got at the, the cough. <laughs> the chair drain. Uh, I liked way more. I hate this. It freaks me out. Do not like. Sure. Okay. Uh, was definitely wanted to mention that. But yeah, I don't know that scene. I just, I just whatever. So, but, okay. Can I ask you? Because I I may not, again I I know I've said several times, but I've I've only read the first three books, right? right. And I know that although the fifth book, which is all that's published currently, mm-hmm. ends with John dying, but there are parts of it that are still later in the show that yes. have been written and and vice versa, right? Yes. Do we know that Bran is a Green Seer? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Bran is, as of the end of the books, uh, to my knowledge, from what I recall, Bran is currently in vision training mode. Okay, so he doesn't take a book off, like a season off, the way that he does. In- uh, well, yeah, I think he does, because he's, well, book four and book five are weird, because they're split. Like, they're happening at the same time, but they're split, like, geographically, is the weird okay. way he kind of did it. Okay. So, like, some storylines are completely in book five, and some storylines are completely in book four, mm-hmm. depending upon where it's taking place, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, um, but not necessarily, like, later chronologically. Correct. Okay. Uh, okay. But as far as I can recall, where we last left Bran in the books is basically where he's at now. Now, okay. So, I guess, I guess the reason why I'm asking is, like, when when this season started airing mm-hmm. and we were watching it, I think we watched almost every episode together. Seems right. Uh, 
I know there was a lot of speculation. Like, like there was a lot. Like, as soon as we realized exactly what Brand could do sure. or will be doing, right? There was like, oh man, like this could go a sure. lot of places. Well, especially coming up later and soon. Sure, there's a a big revelation as I think to next episode. If I'm not, mistaken. it might be as to what Brand's powers entails. Uh, right, and and we'll we'll get to that. But yes, I guess I guess sure the, the the reason why I'm bringing this up is I am I I wanted to ask you like when you learned whether it was through through the books or mm-hmm. through this episode like that Bran will be able to visit like memories or mm-hmm. it to some degree time travel for for like just for memory's sake mm-hmm. like was that a big thing to you were you like oh man like this could be huge or was it just like oh okay like he has a power like the same way that somebody could warg he can do this thing i think it was more that uh because i don't think they fully explored his powers or maybe it wasn't clear okay the way it becomes in the show very soon okay okay gotcha all right i I thought this was a big deal this episode like i'm remembering back to the first time i watched that like I what, was just like, him seeing I was like, dude, we can learn past. so much. Sure. Uh and the first thing that I went to was we can see the Night King. Oh like right. like like we can see I like how the fuck these things started. Mm. Hoping that like we would figure out how to stop them. Gotcha. Right. Or like For what sure. the key what the key is, if you will. Nah, Sam will figure that out. It's fine. Uh <laughs> let's go uh to the wall. Okay. Unless you had something else to say about no. oh crackling oat brand. Um no. <laughs> so yeah. you're using the full dumbass. Man. I fucking love it so much. So this is uh I fucking I fucking love Davos so much. This is where yes. he, he does the apologies for what you're about to see line, right? Where he's mm-hmm. like where he's about to fight. Pulls out his his sword. No, he pulls out John's sword. He pulls well, out long right. claw. That, that, that's what I mean. And he's like, yeah, he's like, what does he say? Like, I was never much of a fighter. Apologies for what you're about to see. Like, that was just the fucking man. And I cannot and will not say it enough. This dude rules. Yes. Uh, turns out they don't have to fight, though, because uh, you you apologize to Ed, random Night's Watch man. He fucking came through. Truly, truly. And the wildlings are here and 1-1 be doing things. He be... He he just be being awesome always and forever. Yeah, one one is is the fucking man, dude. He's so cool. One one is the man, man. The way he just kind of like when that dude hits him with the arrow and he just slowly like it doesn't he like barely it doesn't make him like flinch or anything at all and he just kind of slowly just like super overdone trope, but I love it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. A hundred percent. I know what you mean. <laughs> Uh, basic like big anime villain yes, like, yes, yes big giant person yeah yeah it's love very it very good uh, uh but yeah super open. the way the guy just kind of like slides right to sir Alistair's feet <laughs> after one one tosses him is also very very good uh and yeah does you could you could say whatever you want whatever pep talk you want to give them about fighting sir Alistair. uh no one wants to fight that shit after seeing that happen right uh uh, let's talk about this, uh, this Davos Melisandre scene. You want to go to that already? 
Well, do you not want to like take care of? Well, I suppose we could, but that's kind of that's kind of a big. thing. Okay, you're saving that. You're let's saving let's that. save okay. that. Okay, let's save that. We'll, we'll save it. That's fine. Let's go right. to King's uh, Landing. King's Landing, Zombie Mountain. That's a thing. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he's just he's just taking out the trash. He's on garbage duty, I guess. He's just like, <laughs> he's just going through the streets on garbage duty. Just like bah. But my my note on this. <laughs> This is so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why is this scene here? It's, it's, it's so weird. funny to me, dude. It's so bizarre. I guess it's just... Hey, it look at pr- this. Yeah. This guy is big and scary. Hey, he's and big really and strong and scary. And uh, he's real loyal to Cersei, I guess, is what it's supposed to yeah, sure. impart to us. Yep. I mean, like, we all knew that. We pretty much all knew this. Uh, we really this this was just this dude's chance to shine. Talk about how big his dick is and he how he does never lies. It's usually the big jacked guys that are that are kind of turtling it though. If we're being honest, wait, you wait, know, what? Well, you said to talk about how big his dick is. And I'm, I'm saying- talking about the drunk guy, not the mountain. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought you were talking about the mountain. <laughs> the mountain doesn't say anything ever. Why would the mountain be talking about how I big thought, his dick is? I thought that was a um, oh an analogy. No. Like, hey, look at how big this guy's dick is. The drunk guy just... was literally talking about how big his dick was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. Know. We do use I, a lot I, of I, a lot of analogies. Uh, no, this dicks. guy is literally talking about it. Uh, anyway. I I feel for Cersei here because she just wants to go to her daughter's funeral. But I also sympathize with Tommen's position and that he just wants to keep her safe. Right. And also then we I, I don't think I put this in the recap, but we learn in a in a few minutes after this is that he tells Jamie like the sparrows, whoever the high sparrow told him that she wouldn't be allowed in the sept if she had come regardless. Right. So Tommy Boy wants to keep her safe, and after his failings to do that previously, I get it. Sure. But also, I mean, I just feel for Cersei because she loves her children. That's, like, her one thing. It is, it's just, like, it's so bizarre to me to, like, picture Tommen making a decision about something. True. Like, for him to be like, no, you guys do not let my mother leave the room. Like, I just can't picture him saying that. I can't picture this guy confidently answering a, a simple math question. Like they this ask dude him is what he so wants for unsure. supper, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, fuck, dude, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't answer this." Um, yeah, no, I hear that. I think he's trying to make up for what he has done, like in this conversation that he has with Jamie. You know, he's like, I failed her. I'm too ashamed to basically go talk to her because I can't protect her. I can't protect my wife. So I think it's like he's trying to do better. Like, he's just, he's just so bad at it. He's so yeah. bad at everything. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the scene, much like the scene that Jamie had with Marcella, uh, I think this is a solid scene between him and Tommen as well, where he's doing what he can to be like a father figure to Tommen. Right, 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 right. Um and you know, wants wants him to reconcile with Cersei. 
uh and that's you know that's that's probably good for the what book, what i what i think is actually like fun about this uh like section of the episode is i really enjoyed jamie's confrontation with yes um the high sparrow, the high sparrow. Yes. yes for a hundred percent quite a bit like it's it's been long overdue because jamie was in dorn all last season <laughs> Um, no way was that where he yeah. was i thought that was cooper and darnell <laughs> <laughs> you know what man you're right <laughs> fucking cooper and darnell uh did i already suggest us get cooper and darnell tattoos because like yes you did i'm 100 percent serious did. about this like, uh, like we're doing this yeah sure no but you're 100 right the the talk with the high sparrow is is the best part of this scene for sure yeah i i mean there's a lot that goes on but i particularly love when Jamie kind of grabs his sword and uh, the High Sparrow challenges him and says, you would spill blood here mm-hmm. in the Sept. And Jamie hits him with, uh, the gods really won't mind. They have spilled more blood than all of us combined. Such a good line. That's and good. he's fucking right, dude. Like, this is exactly how I feel about like this exact same situation in the real world and i'm like my fucking guy dude my fucking god jamie gets it man jamie is is ready to throw down and yes. i i do love that like he is like uh, get, i give nikolai costawaldo a lot of credit like he, you can just you can see just like the seething yes like rage as he's talking to him dude. yes he is pissed Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he wants so bad. Like, what is it? Where he says something to the high sparrow about like, you must long for death or something like that. Just like, just like basically, like you got a lot of balls coming in here and walking up to me, old man. Like, yeah. do you have any idea how badly I want to kill you? Yeah. Uh, but to Jamie's credit, I feel like maybe a younger Jamie would have killed him. Well, uh, maybe you know a younger less wise two-handed jamie would have just like nah i'll just take my chances with fighting all of you uh no two-handed jamie makes it out of there two-handed jamie probably does make it out of there for yeah sure. legit yeah but he absolutely does one-handed jamie uh has to has to play things a little smarter rather than uh you know two-handed jamie would have just been me in apex just like <laughs> going in with a b2020 <laughs> Oh and one box of ammo. One handed Jamie I is cannot stand you. He's he's gotta he's gotta play it a little more conservative, shall we say. And I appreciate that he is smart enough to make that decision and is willing to play the long game. Because you, like he wants like to kill actual growth in right. his character. He wants to kill the high sparrow so bad. Yeah. Uh but he's like, I you know, I've got responsibilities to, you know, Cersei and my one remaining kid. So, yeah, you know, my my outlook like I've never particularly liked Tommen, um, but especially in this rewatch. My outlook on him has become more and more, um, I guess, removed from the emotional side of it. What do you mean? Uh, I guess I, I'm trying to find the right way to articulate this. Like I have always felt for Tommen, which I still do. But I have excused his his non-action or his inability to act or make a decision because I felt so emotional about his position. Sure. And, like, he is a very emotional character, so it's like, oh, like, poor dude, you know? Yeah. But it is 
so much more aggravating watching him this time just just incapable. I mean, he's he's just not capable. I don't know. Like, he's just kind of an empty puppet. I, I, I like, have a hard time holding anything against him personally because he's just he's just being used by literally everyone around him. And he has I, I, no I, real power. I think power. that is my frustration, is that sure. he's, like... He never, he like, he never has the, like, epit- like epiphany of, like, like, I'm the fucking king, I mean, dude. he's, he's soft. Like, you know, Joffrey was a dick about it, but Joffrey I, was right. Like, he called out Tommen for being super soft, like, a lot. Uh, yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, It's sure, just, like, but he's like, in this position of leadership where it is a bad thing, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway. I I, I do feel for Tom, and I'm glad. I'm at least glad that him and uh, like Cersei have reconciled, and he asked for her help because he knows he's not strong. Yes, and he knows she is strong, so he's like, "That's help that's me a be big strong. moment for him." Yes. So like, credit words due. Like, the act of asking for help is hard enough as it is for sure in any situation, but especially to somebody who you have just kind of royally fucked over. Yeah. Also, Literally who's your mom? Yeah, who's your mom? Yeah. Who is also not the nicest person in the world. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, big, um, big gains for, for Tom in, yes. in that conversation. So for sure. I guess, you know, credit where it's due. Uh, let's, let's hit Marine real quick. Um, it's just shit is bad. Shit is real bad. Yeah. And... Um, <sighs> is the- it... Okay, this... I don't think, I would like to think, let me rephrase that, I would like to think that it's not simply my bias here of not enjoying Danny's storyline. Oh, she's I, not even I, here right now. <laughs> well, I guess like the East, like the whole Marine thing. Sure, sure, sure. But I, I genuinely am curious, like for, for even people who are Danny stands, which is fine, uh, like... I just, I genuinely feel like the stakes of, like, what they're trying to manage fall so flat. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be a big deal. Right. Right? Like, all this accomplishment, all these accomplishments that she's, you know, like, like, freeing Young Kai and, um, uh, what's the other city? Uh, Astapor. As- Astapor. Astapor. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they're all under <clears throat> the control of the, the masters now, which, you know, like, this is an ongoing, like, issue for her storyline. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to fall apart. And it may be my bias, and I will admit to that and acknowledge that if if other people feel differently, but I just feel like this doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, this just doesn't like it just doesn't hold weight. But it's it's framed in a way where there's a lot of attention towards it where it's supposed to. And I think it just, it's, it just doesn't work for me. We just don't have, and again, this could be an us thing, of, of, like you said, the bias. But like, I, I, I just don't have the personal investment in the eastern cities as I That's, do yeah. with, yeah. like, like Winterfell, for example. What's going on there? Or like King's Landing. It's just right. like, I, I, you know, there's been a lot of cool, interesting things that have happened there, and a lot of cool, interesting characters, you know, right. are there. And I just don't have that investment or attachment to these I don't, places. I don't think that they're, like, like when I think of the Seven Kingdoms, I think of this, like, incredibly, like, complicated, like, living, breathing network of, like, 
politics and allies and sure. like it's just it's so interesting uh and so any movement there it's like fuck dude that like affects a lot right but there's a lot of time and effort put into building yes. that and i just don't really feel like that's the case when it comes to the east it's not as much in the east for sure everything is introduced through for the most part through danny's eyes where it's all like it's being introduced at an elementary level so like you don't get the intricate like right I mean, the seven, the seven Kingdoms is the focal point of the series, for sure. sure. Like, I mean, Dan, Daenerys' whole journey is about getting back to the Seven Kingdoms. Right, right, right. For sure. But I, I guess the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is, like, as if people like you and I who are biased about not enjoying Danny's storyline or the East, as if we needed another reason to not enjoy it, it's like, dude, there, all these problems are coming up, and to me, it's like a time waster. It's like, like, what the fuck are, like, we don't care about any of these things. Yeah, I, I will say that <laughs> my biggest... Is that thing, a little crude? Maybe that's a little crude. I don't know. I, I just, my, I'll tell you what's crude is the only thing I can think about with these scenes that just continues to bug me for always and forever is the way they treat these chains. Like, they're just, <laughs> like, we talked about it when Daenerys put the chains on the dragons how there is no way in hell she is lifting those You're fucking things an i do i cannot get over these fucking chains it would not Tyrion. work like that in real life him just pulling a pin and these things fall off that's not how shit works there would be so much pressure on that pin from the weight of the shackle itself you wouldn't just be able to pull it out like it was hey, nothing man, maybe it's it looped up dude. it's got me. that KY it doesn't shit on matter there. there would be so much weight on it from nah, the shackle man. it but it's all i can think about when i watch these scenes yeah. it's literal Tyrion, a literal dwarf it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, I see. I thought you were going to go with there's an actual dwarf in this scene, like with dragons and you're caring about the, you no. know, the fucking I thought you were no, going no, somewhere no. else. He's he's a literal dwarf. And he's just like, I, it bugs. Dude, it's literally all I can focus on in these scenes. And it bugs me so much. That uh, is a little ridiculous. I, listen. Fuck off. That's what we do. We get ridiculous here. Uh, this yeah. is also where we get the uh, the amazing I drink and I know things line that is, uh, has been on every t-shirt uh, ever and since then. Every mug. And I every just wine don't glass, like it. It's so cringe. Every fucking Yeti tumbler. <laughs> every keychain. Every hat. Hey, it's not on my Yeti bullshit. tumbler. So f fuck off. Dude, like this is. We said it's this. Not, it's not a very good line. It's so stupid. Yeah. This is, may okay, maybe it is simply because it was commercialized in a way. Yeah. It's no, I, I I didn't like it before. I mean, I I just I feel like my viewpoint on it is incredibly skewed because yeah, of the be. result of everything. Could be, but this is one of those lines that if you if you all have been following us for a while, you will recall at the beginning of season five. Where I mentioned to Scott, and we, we talked about this at length, that, like, there's just kind of a dip in the dialogue yeah. and the quality of the dialogue. And it, it has shifted from being, like, thoughtful, meaningful conversation to, like, one-hit wonder, like, yeah, punchy yeah, yeah. lines. Punchy lines, yep. Punchy the lines. Punchy that, dialogue. That can be put on a t-shirt. That can be sold. That can be or commercialized. put in a trailer. Right, right, exactly. Um. And I just feel like that's one of those, man. It's just, yeah. 
And and maybe the line is okay. Maybe it's not great. Maybe it's not bad. But because it was used in that way, I absolutely am like, oh my god. Does here this we go. are we hipsters, Zach? In that we just hate this because it like became popular maybe, as a thing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we just accept who we are. <laughs> We're, We're Game of Thrones hipsters. Biased assholes. Oh, dude, there are people way worse than us. <laughs> no, true. Uh, the people who say, oh, this way it happened in the books, those fuckers. Well, that's you, You know though. what I'm talking about? Nah, it couldn't be me. Couldn't <laughs> be me. Uh, Bravos, just, okay, so this is, we talked about this last week, and I won't belabor the point, but. Oh, wait, 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 another one. Next time I have an idea like that, punch me in the face. Oh, yeah, listen, Come I wasn't on, even going to talk dude. about that like, one. What is this, a fucking Cartoon it's, Network no, show? No, it's like, literally a Marvel movie. Like, those are Marvel-ass yeah, movie dude, lines, it's, for it's sure. So dude, we just, wait, did we just clip off another half of yes, our fucking audience? Yes, I had to make sure to get there. Uh, <laughs> Shit. This, okay, the, the Bravo stuff from last week should have been in this episode. We talked about this last week, how it seemed very odd oh, that that was the one scene. Wait, is it because what happens in this episode is the same thing? Is that the happens same, the same exact thing, <laughs> except just then just jacking comes in at the end. It was so weird yeah. last week and seemed out of place. And after watching this episode, I'm like, yeah, that should have just happened Been in this episode. Yes. Uh, but this is just straight up Jack and being the devil. Uh, do you know about like the the part in the Bible where, where the devil goes to Jesus and literally like tempts yes. him with food and this and all this uh-huh. shelter yes. and all this stuff? This is just Jack and the devil. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, Arya's like, "You're such a cute little good Bible boy. Oh, yeah, Look at you, Scotty." This is also the easiest test ever because it's the most obvious test ever. And all she has to do is be like, nah, nah, nah. And then he's like, okay, cool. Let's get out of here. All right, cool. Let's go. Okay, fucking cool. Give you let's all go. Of those things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like Arya's been out here for two days. Oh, that was easy. I don't know. It's probably way worse than that. It just. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, I'm glad we're moving on because yes, this waif bullying Arya with the stick needed to end. Like, it only happened for one and a half episodes, and I was so over it already. I. There is a. You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. I'll just okay. wait till that episode comes yeah, out. Wait till that episode. Anything else you have to say about Bravos? No. I mean, you honestly kind of covered my thoughts. I'm, okay. just, I'm just glad that it's going somewhere finally. Truly. Uh, this, this Winterfell stuff, dude. Um, I, jeez. There's a lot to talk about here. There is a lot to talk about, but I don't even want to talk about it that much. <laughs> One, because, jeez, this episode's going to be long. And two, I just hate Ramsey so much, and I hate where the storyline is going, and it's, it's just, everything here sucks. It just yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um. Look, dude. Like. To be fair. From strictly from like a story writing standpoint, mm-hmm. we knew that Ramsey had to go. Or I'm sorry, excuse me, Ruse had to go. Correct. At some point. Yes. I mean, um, they could not coexist. One of them had to go, and correct. If one of them was going to go, it, it's obviously yeah. Bruce. It's it's gonna be Roos. Um, 
I guess like my my thing here is that they're well, I mean, we've talked about this already, and I and I don't want to like harp on the same fucking thing every time. But it's just there's so little weight when it comes to the reason for Ramsey's like just like as 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 a uh, Roos called it like mad dog like mm-hmm. way of doing things like yeah. it's he is just so much over the top and it would be uh maybe fun is not the right word considering like how awful he is but like it would be more um captivating if if there was a little bit more like i guess to it yeah um, it's just more it's just substance so, behind it. Yeah, it's just so fucking one note. Yes. It's so, like even though it's extreme comparatively to the rest of like the things we see in the show, in the north in these Winterfell scenes, it is monotone. It's like the same. Like this guy is just there, dude. He's, like he's very one note. Like he's said, that's exactly one the way note, dude. Uh, yeah, he's I, I sadistic, can't. psychotic, and right. nothing and, else. And look, and look, like t- to be fair, like that that is likely the point right sure and yeah it's just not it's just not my cup of tea it's just not for me like 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 we talked about before bringing up the comparison like even joffrey there was more to that character yes like there was also yes. the aspect that he was like I'm a so coward glad you mentioned that he was a coward and like you know was like you know had this like desire to like prove himself as like a big tough king but then when it actually came time to prove himself like you know he never wanted to do it well okay the three ramsey stands in the world (laughs) might tell you that well well ramsey is afraid for his uh, position and that's why you know he kills his father and his stepmother and baby brother uh but yeah, man, it it's just and like here's this, this guy just has no like substance or like, right like a backstory to make me give a fuck about yeah. why he's making this ab- these absurd fucking decisions. And and here's honestly even past the Ramsey aspect of it, my bigger problem with this is just that we have known Roos and Roos has been built up as just this extremely shrewd. Nice. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> that was so loud. Extremely shrewd mind tactician. Right. Like, has a plan C through Z for every situation. And dude just... Like, he knows what Ramsey is. He is telling Ramsey to his face, you're a mad dog. And you're going to be treated like that. And you're going to be treated like that. Yes. But has no idea that this mad dog could bite him and stab his stab him in the gut. It's not very respectful of Roos's character. Correct. Well. That's honestly my biggest part of it is this just like... This should not come as a surprise for Roos. It doesn't come as a surprise for me in the audience. Like, obviously, I've seen this before, but in the moment, first time watching it, I was like, yeah, he's good. Ramsey's going to kill Roos's ass 100%. And I then will he does. say, like, I knew that, I definitely knew that Ramsey would kill uh, Walda, right, is her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Walda and, and the new baby sibling. 
Um, but uh, like I w- I was slightly like, oh shit, when he killed Roos. But immediately after that pass, I was like, well, it's Ramsey. Like Ramsey's a fucking yeah. psycho. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess that 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 is. I think exactly what you're saying is like Roos should have seen this. Roos should have seen this coming and had some contingencies for it, but he seems like so shocked and so. T- maybe it's just like you know, maybe that's you know, uh, Roos's downfall was that you know his his hubris, his arrogance, you know, whatever. I guess, but it just seems sure. like that's that hasn't really been the character of Roos that was presented to us to this point, right? And then suddenly he just like his his shrewdness and his plans just failed him out of nowhere, and that bugs me. Um, also, I just want to say, uh, this next part fucking sucks to watch. Uh, yeah, it's not cool or okay. And also it makes me hate Ramsey even more because the, the fucking asshole can't even do his own dirty work. You know, like he has to have the dogs do it because he is also sucks too bad to even, you know, it it sucks. Like, ah, I hate Ramsey and not in like a. Oh, I, I love to hate this guy kind of way, you know? Yes. Uh, like Joff. Like Joff. And I'm not saying Joff is a perfect character either. Or, or like, uh, and maybe an even better one is like like Alistair. Yes, Alistair is a very That's good example. That's such a good example of somebody that you love to hate. Yes. Like, because this guy is just so, he's such a catalyst in yes. like moving along these main character stories. That is it, a great example, Zach. Yeah, I... I yeah, I love Alice because but also he's a piece like of shit. like you know from in certain ways from his perspective you can be like he kind of like you know if you look at things from his way like you know he's kind of he's not wrong he's not in, wrong. in a lot of ways I mean yes, he's not every he's way close minded right in in many ways but like you do at the very least you understand where he's coming from Correct. and you can a rational person can empathize with that yes. and maybe address it. But you can't do that with Ramsey. Yeah, no, it's just so, there's there's nothing there. To yeah, I'm I'm very or, glad that you brought or that up. or like Cersei. Cersei is another great example. Truly, yes. of like just like not a good person, like at all. Sure, does so many terrible things, but there is enough of a character there, enough redeeming qualities where in certain situations you can like sympathize her with her, yes. empathize with her, and like you know maybe sometimes like root for her in certain situations i think i think that i think that a part of this is that this might be making this might be me making an excuse but this might be us being a little spoiled in getting these like really well defined and fleshed out like villainous characters uh when i think of that i think of characters i like actually alistair is one of them i think of i think of tywin Mm -hmm. i think of cersei uh, I now, think Tywin's like, the hero of the story, right? Like, <laughs> I think of Snape, you know, like oh, shit sure, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like just people who are like, like we're not always going to get this right. like, incredibly deep and emotional. That's like, that's a pretty good call out. We are probably a little spoiled. Not probably it's it's probably a lot to ask for every character to be on that level. Sure, but you know, hey, we're gonna call it out. When we see it and when we don't like it. So, yeah, that's is what it is. 
Uh, this Sansa, Brienne, Theon, and Pod stuff is is pretty quick. Uh, yeah. I I did like just like the little chuckle Sansa had about the Arya thing about where, Arya, yes, yeah, where she's just like, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. uh, where, what does Brienne say? Like she looked a little wild or something like, or she wasn't dressed like a lady. That's what Brienne mm-hmm. says, and Sansa's yeah, she's like, like, no, she wouldn't be. Yeah, she wouldn't be. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, also very tender moment between Theon and Sansa. I I don't remember liking their kind of that like relationship that developed them between them so much but on this rewatch i have liked it a lot yeah i um so amanda amanda has is so behind on the podcast i don't know if she'll actually ever hear this unless she's like listening right now but (laughs) she's doing salamander jones thing dude she's playing her salamander jones so no um not a euphemism i (laughs) (laughs) she gonna play that salamander jones a little later though (laughs) mom right um she uh during our watch through she expressed how much she loved Theon. Mhm. And for all you people out there who may think that's really stupid because Theon is not the most likable character, a, a huge part of it is is Alfie Allen's like performance. Like sure. she uh, Amanda always gravitates to characters who are like broken or like who undergo like a mm-hmm. like undergo like a extremely drastic change. So that that is her attraction to like that character sure, sure, build, sure. if you will, right? Um, and I think it frustrates me because it's like you have all these other good characters That's to choose true. from, and you like that fucking guy. Um, and so I in like I, I just like naturally it was like knee jerk for me to just be like ah, fuck this, like fuck this guy, because Amanda would tell me about it, and I'd be like, nah, you're fucking stupid. That guy sucks, you know. Just have because, to be contrarian to your wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I definitely like look like let's not beat around the bush here. <laughs> Our biases show this a million times, but like we tend to have kind of like an elitist like mindset of a lot of the things that we like about the show. Which yeah. look, that's yeah. why we're doing this fucking podcast True. so we can tell you guys what we think about it. Uh, so that's that should come as no surprise to anybody. But uh, this watch through, I I have to agree with you, Scott. I have enjoyed maybe not his entire arc, but like I have found a a new appreciation for mm-hmm. it. Maybe is is the right way to explain it. And especially in these moments where he is developing his relationship, or we're seeing more of the dividends of his relationship yeah. with Sansa. A hundred percent. And like for all. You know, like, we've talked plenty about Theon's character and what we dislike, like, about it. Way more of an interesting character than Ramsay, just to, like, compare again. Yeah, man. Like, Theon isn't someone I love to hate, but I I respect that character. Sure. Not a good character again. Like, uh, not a, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, not a. You're not gonna go and introduce this guy to your mom, <laughs> right? But uh, again, way more of an interesting arc there yes. than Ramsey. If I can please call out one more thing before we yes, move on, for sure. Uh, I I know you've probably seen just about every interview out there that I have about Game of Thrones and the cast members and stuff, but I do want to call out specifically Alfie Allen and uh, Ewan Rion's uh like friendship oh yeah they're like super they're like best buds yeah yeah. they're like that's hilarious best buds and they like their friendship was developed because of game of thrones 
And they're just so fucking pure and joyful. And I I genuinely am like, I love these two guys. That That is amazing because it's like, it's obviously the polar opposite of what <laughs> sure. happens on screen. Right. And that, that is great. I and do, and I do absolutely zero shade to you and Rian. No, a hundred percent. He's fantastic. Yes. Like he really is great at depicting this like, just fucking ridiculously psychotic person. Yeah. 100%. He's also a great musician. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He writes music. He puts like he he's a great musician. He's got a, he's a great singer, guitar That's player. Cool. Um, yeah, I I actually quite like him like a lot. Like in interviews, I'm like this guy seems fucking cool as shit. That is cool. He's funny, and his relationship again with with Alfie Allen is just is so fun to 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 see in these interviews. Yeah. So I've seen that, and it just is, want to call that out. A lot of fun. If y'all have not checked those out, just look up anything about like uh, he spelled his name spelled weird. It's like I W A N. Yeah, I couldn't spell it for you. Uh, and uh, Alfie Allen. Uh, yeah, great, great relationship. Hundred percent. Anyway. Like unless we specifically call out a performance like. I, which we do pretty rarely because honestly, we've talked about this before. Like the casting for the most part across the board in this show is, is phenomenal. Yes. Uh, I, Oh, let's, coming let's up. Let's, let's talk about, let's, let's talk about it, Shall we talk about Bam Margera here? Is that who you <laughs> wanted to bring up? No, it's not who I wanted oh, to bring okay. up, but, but uh, no, I just remember, remind me to talk about the casting at the end of this. Episode. Okay, fine. Let's get uh, through this recap. The Iron Islands, I don't have much okay. to say here. Dude, what do you want to say? I, okay, what I want to say is, uh, this might be kind of polarizing. Um, <laughs> they got to raise the taxes on, in the Iron Islands, man. What? <laughs> Listen to me. Hear me okay. out. They got to raise the taxes on Pike. Oh, for the bridges? The bridges? Nah. The rope bridge? Nah, that's just kind of pike, baby. A you don't rope know. bridge, nah. dude. They're so behind the times. They got to invest in their what? infrastructure. They got to raise those taxes. Come on, man. <laughs> I love this platform you're running on. Dude. Uh, no, this just this is just the Iron Islanders bit. This is, we got to prove They're fucking what, stupid? What, yes, we got to prove how cool and tough we are by fucking walking through this storm on dude. this crusty-ass bridge. Bridge, just like that's that's whole that's their whole shtick, my guy. It's like, oh, what is dead may never die. I'll fucking get tossed off this and get storm, just get absolutely wrecked what is by the storm. Will always die. But what is untaxed may never die. That's just this is their whole shtick, my dude. Dude, where's the Bernie Sanders of the fucking oh, yeah, Iron yeah, Islands, man? Let's go, dude. We need a better infrastructure. That's man. that's Damper, who's just like, no, we will democratically <laughs> elect a new leader. You ain't the king of shit. <laughs> that's that's literally her uncle, who's the priest guy. That she yeah, talks yeah, to yeah. Uh, dude, that that whole. <sighs> Man, like I am once again asking you to have a king's <laughs> dude. The one percent that they don't invest in their infrastructure, they're gonna get us all killed. I need, I need someone to Photoshop Bernie sitting in the chair, like onto that shore, like just there at the Iron Islands as they're having his funeral. Dude, um, okay, what do you, can I, I don't know that I've ever, like, directly asked you about Okay, this. sure, hit me. 
can you just tell me about your like overall thoughts about Euron? Now, now that we have introduced this new this new player here, I I I don't know what to even say. He's you're. I feel okay if I could take a guess because as shitty as uh, of a fan as this makes me, even though I've not read these books, I do know of Euron from the books, mm-hmm. and I know of. Oh shit! What's his? What's oh, the other brother's yeah, name? Victorian. Victorian. Victorian is the actual interesting one. That's, and that's, Euron is, in a way, in the show. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's almost written in a way that kind of embodies both of them. Uh, yes. He okay. kind of encompasses not to com- the complete degree, but here's okay. Here's my take. Uh, Euron more interesting in the books than he is in the show. But does he look like Bam Margera in the books? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But also, he's not super interesting, in my opinion, even in the books. Uh, Victorian is the way more interesting character from the books, uh, who is another one of Yara's uncles, Euron and Balon's brother. Uh, uh, Not in the show. Like you said, they kind of fold his character a little bit into Euron. Okay. Um... Uh, but again, we don't even know where that goes. That's kind of cut off midway through his storyline, so who knows where that will go. But you're, I just, I, I just don't really care. Like, and that's kind of my whole on the Iron Islands as a whole. I just like, yeah. I just don't. There's, really there's care. so much potential of things that could be cool when it comes to the Iron Islands, but it's yeah. just one it's not the main part of the story so it's not going to be invested in as much which is kind of like what you're you calling out my thought on like on essos which it's kind of the same thing essos is not meant to be the main part of the story so like we're not going to be as attached to it um but i i do think that like the idea of like like these people who are like hardworking, like like you you only get what you earn Mm -hmm. like you have to I don't know, just just the, the idea, I, I guess, I don't know how to articulate it, but other, like the idea of the Iron Islands and their culture is cool, but... It doesn't make it all the way there. It does, it just, it just falls really, really flat. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, there, so yeah, I, I roll my, I find myself rolling my eyes a lot watching their stuff. There are cool ideas and principles there, but... I think there, there's just it does it doesn't it doesn't quite get there for me. Like, and that's that's right. the case. That's the case in the books, honestly, as well. Like, yes, there are more interesting things than what happens in the show. But that being said, it's like when I hit an Iron Islands chapter, I'm not like, you know, Excited jumping for Jor. I'm just sure. like, oh, okay, sure. Did I say jumping for Jor? Yeah, who's Jor? Jora, Jora, that's my guy. I'm jumping for Jor. No, definitely Dude, not. Fuck Jora. Um. Anything else you want to say about this? Let's get back. Um. To okay. Oh. Like, I guess just for the sake of, for the sake of our new watchers who are watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess painting the picture here, like, the Iron Islands has been kind of left out of the conversation for the past couple seasons of like what they are doing. And I think a big part of it is that, like, um, oh, fucking hell, please remind me Theon's dad's name. Balon. Balon. Balon 
is unable to get with the times and play politics. Right? He's he's living in this like his own world. Yeah, he's that just is, he's just not intelligent. He's just not he, smart. Yeah, he's like, he's not. Like Yara literally tells him we're seafaring people. We can't hold these like northern castles against you know, anybody, anybody, especially the northerners who know the land better than we do. And yet you keep sending men trying, to die, basically. keep sending men to die. You keep trying these rebellions and you just fail, fail, fail and never learn right. your lesson. And so like, for, for, again, for, for the purpose of setting the board here, like Balon dying is the opportunity for the Iron Islands to actually get brought into the fold because he, he's been so hard and against yes. uh, diplomacy and striking deals mm-hmm. and uh, anything. And we see this back actually when, when yeah, Rob so is marching on the South. Rob's proposal. Yeah. Right. Um, so, like, just for that sake, like, that is, that's a cool opportunity for the Iron Islands. Will, will it happen? Will it not? Obviously, we, you know, we'll have to see, but, like, um, him, him dying does give the opportunity for the Iron, Iron Islands to actually be brought into the fold. All I've got to say is, uh, Mel's fifth leech coming up clutch here, like... <laughs> Maybe she wouldn't have lost her faith if she knew that fifth leech she burned way back in season two was finally coming up clutch. All five. Did teams she burn a leech for yeah for Balon? She burned one for oh, all of the well, shit. not Stannis obviously, but all for the, the self proposed for the other kings. Four kings. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You're right. That's um, hilarious. <laughs> I. <laughs> He actually died. He's one of the first to die in the books, if I recall correctly. It's funny that really? he's the very last to die. Wait, wait, wait. When he, does he die? He dies so early. Before Rob, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, don't fuck. quote me I on that. I, I could then. be wrong, but he dies super early. As soon as I finish Stormlight Archives, I think I'm going to reread Game of Thrones. I, I, you guys should. I, you know, I After I finished my reread, I preached the, the good word, but you guys should read those books turns out they're real good uh let's talk about this is what we've been waiting for yeah this castle black scene um hey scotty this episode's going long this episode's going so long (laughs) guys i hope y'all are enjoying this shit because hey i mean i'm having a good time how is it how how is it possibly going this long um davos is just the fucking man is is my main takeaway from this scene uh, my only beef with this is why did this conversation not happen sooner? He's been a little busy. They were kind of like under siege, my guy. Like they had, they had to take care of the immediate problems. No, no, no fuck off. <laughs> several, several small things here. I want to point out of why Davos is the fucking man. Uh, when he first walks in, <laughs> he tells her, I'm sure you know why I'm here. Which is hilar- just a hilarious little jab at her and her prophecies and her scene, mm-hmm. everything. And, the and her response is even funnier. Her response was, I'll know once you tell me. <laughs> very, very good back and forth from the both of them. But I love how Davis is like, oh, you must know why I'm here. You see everything, right? You know what's, you know what's hilarious, though, is like, I don't think that that's how Davos intended it. No, it's not he like he's being malicious. He's like trying to be like, 
like, hey, like, I know you know things. <laughs> right, right. No, 100%. 100%. He probably, right. like, I mean, maybe just a smidge of him is like, oh, I'll give her a little jab. But I think you're right. Like, what did he tell, like, the other Night's Watchmen? Like, you haven't seen the things that I've seen. She can do. do. Right, right, right. Like, Essentially, yeah. He, he knows her power. Some of her powers are real. Right, right. Uh, and then he, he also has the amazing part where Melisandre says something about, like, her god has abandoned her, something like that, and he's just like, "Fuck him, then." It's just like, "Fuck all the gods." I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't care. Just like, is there anything you can do for my guy out here? Yeah, I don't give a. Sh- well, I don't I give think, a so shit. Like, what, what he says, he's like, "I don't give a shit." Like, if it's obviously this is paraphrasing. Yeah, I don't give a shit if it's the Lord of the Light, the Seven, yeah. the fucking gods, drowned gods, like the yep. drowned god. They're all the same to me, dude. Like, yep. they don't mean shit. The, the the fact of the of this matter is that you have powers. Mm-hmm. Can you fucking do something or not? He's and she's so like, good. no, I don't have this power. And he's like, well, have you ever tried? Have you ever tried? What a guy. What a fucking we all, guy. We should all have a Davos in our we life. Should. Just to be like, have you ever tried, man? Like, hey. Just to be in your corner. Mel is so down here. And... Davos hates Mel, by the way, or like has hated her in the past. Maybe at this exact moment in time, he's a little indifferent to her, but him like gassing her her up. Yeah. Seeking her out and gassing her up. Obviously it's like to fulfill his own agenda. Like, you know, like that's another thing I was thinking about when I watched this episode, this is a quick sidebar here. Maybe not quick. How much must Davos have seen in John in their short time together where he believes in John so much where to this degree to this degree where he's not asking Mel hey let's go find Stannis's body somewhere outside Winterfell and see if we can bring that dude back no he wants her to try and bring John back so I okay I agree with this to an extent he's also in the mindset of like well these guys want to kill us and like John being resurrected will probably sure stop that sure. But I'm it, just saying I, I agree with what you're saying though. Like I, I think d- John left it has left an impression on Davos in oh, their short time yes, spent together. Absolutely yes. Yeah. I mean like the 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 way that John is written, whether it's stuff that's like ex- explicitly like shown with very like particular scenes, is that like. This guy affects everybody mm-hmm. that he's around. Yeah. Like, from, from this guy being introduced, he is supportive. He displays leadership. Mm-hmm. He believes in people. He protects. I mean, like, this guy... He's willing to make hard choices. Yes, yes. Like, this guy just... He has it all, man. I mean, like... When you guys think of like your typical good guy, um, you might picture like an arrogant piece of shit, like a Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- this is actually what it looks like. Yeah, like yeah. this is the actual makeup of the the perfect protagonist. Um, John's. Yeah, again. yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And like, like I know that there's a lot of people out there who like don't think his story is very interesting. And I, and I can kind of like, I can kind of get behind that. Like he he doesn't. I I see. I disagree. Well, I think it's a little maybe. Uh, 
these are Pre- the people- not maybe not predictable, but like it's it's a hero's journey. Like it's nothing you've not yes. seen before. Yes, but yes, that's what I was going to say. If it's it ain't like, broke, don't fix it. it you know it, what I'm it saying? Might, it might be a little standard. Yeah, I guess like there's there's also a big part of that that group of people who are like. Well, dragons are cool. Uh, <laughs> so, dragons are cool. Like, like you know, he's not doing shit like fucking like hatching dragons, and he's not doing all these like mm-hmm. crazy epic things. But like, this is just a guy who came. You can't really say came from nothing, but came from a shit spot. Yeah, and and embraced that and became more than that, mm-hmm. and um. And is emotionally there for people, uh, cares about people, like, makes the makes the most out of shit situations. Like we talked yeah. a lot about how he when he first got to the wall and found out it was not at all what he right. thought it was. It's like, well, but, I'm, I I got to do what I got to do. Yep. Like th- this guy, like again, the genetic makeup of a character build for a classic hero. Mm-hmm. It's John. It's, it's John. Snow. It's John Snow. And people may find that a little boring and a little vanilla, but. And it you know, listen. The fact that he's well written. John is not my number one character in the show, but I will never not stand for him because he is great. Sure, that's I. Yes, that that's a very, very, very good way to like place him. Yeah. Uh, because how could you just not care about this person? Um, es- especially after the incredible hot streak he's been on through season five, and may continue to yeah. go on throughout this season. So uh, anyway, that's a whole thing. Uh, yeah. Davos is like, yo, this is our fucking guy. Save his ass. By uh, the way, quickly, uh, uh, another line I had from Davos here that I have to call out is like one sentence after he's he's basically says, fuck it to all the gods. Uh, he has the quick little line of. I'm not a devout man, obviously. And I'm obviously. like, oh, oh, wait, no way, really? You literally just said, like, fuck all the gods, and then you have to tell her I'm not a devout man, obviously. I love Davos so much. He's so funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's good stuff. Sorry, continue. No, I, I mean, I was, I was honestly just kind of finishing your thought. Like, he's like, yo, John's our guy. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to die so can you please save him, pretty please? Yeah, pretty, pretty please. Uh, and she's like, all just right. Just try. Just try. That's yeah, all just yes. try. So Mel goes into the room, performs her little... Um, Cut and shampoo. Yeah, I was going to try and make a joke. What are, like, what are the people that like prep bodies for funerals? Aria. <laughs> she's just doing Aria okay. shit. Okay, sure, yes. Um... <laughs> What are they actually called? Uh, morticians. <laughs> yeah, she's just doing, giving, yeah, giving a little the bit. old yeah, mortician yeah. treatment. Um, and starts muttering in her weird Valyrian shit. Um, and I don't think this was like a surprise to really anybody. But um, it's definitely written in like a suspenseful way where yeah, it's yeah. like, oh shit, is this going to work or is this not going to work? Tormund gets pissed off, storms out of the room. He's like, this, this shit ain't working. Uh, finally, after a couple moments of silence go by, Ghosters and, uh, and John wakes up gasping for air, like uh, very confused, it seems like. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Uh... I have to call out 
and I, I I feel like we've talked about this. I'm sure you noticed this before as well, but probably my favorite part of this scene. What are you doing? Oh, it, just, just taking a picture. Okay, great. Uh, she's doing all this stuff, all this Valyrian chanting, all this shit. Nothing is happening yet. And then Mel just very quietly says, please. And yes. that's, just, that's such a good moment for her character because, like, for her in this moment at this time, she needs something, anything. Yes. And I just, I, I adore that moment for her character. Uh, I think it's, it's just played extremely well in the scene. Um, also, you know I'm not a dog man, but I am a direwolf man. And Ghost just being a little sleepy boy on the floor. He's so cute. He's, he's so goddamn cute, and I love him to death. He's just a little, he's just a little sleepy big you boy. You know I'm not a dog man, I'm but not, I am but, a dire but I am dire. He's so big, but he's so sleepy. He is as sleepy as he is big. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, this moment rules. Like, I think most people that knew... Of ha- John's have- death. Well, yes, but I was going to say most people that have any concept of story structure probably knew this was coming. Like, sure. we, we knew this was going to happen. Yes. Um, but that doesn't lessen this moment and its impact, I feel, much at all. Right. Like, it still is like when he gas his way, like, you know, back to life. You're waiting for a reason to cheer and he finally have it. Yes. And then it cuts to credits. It's just like. John's back, yes, dude. Yes. yes, hell yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with that completely, man. It's, it's a great moment. I, I especially remember this moment watching it with you in your apartment. You were stroking your long claw, and uh, Chad's there. Gotta be a better way to say it. <laughs> no, dude. Actually, no. I like way. that way. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chaz was there. Claw. Amanda was there. Yeah. Uh, we were all watching and. And I, if I if I'm recalling correctly, if I recall correctly, uh, you stood up at the end of the episode and you're like, I fucking knew it. Oh, uh, yes. So I think I called very specifically before the season started. I was like, I think John will be back by the end of season or episode two. And I think that's why I was so stoked. Yes. I called it exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, it's great stuff. Uh, Zach, I want to hear what was your thing about. Well, there's a couple things. Very up and down on this episode, something, and then also something about performances you wanted to talk about. Performances I wanted to talk about. Yeah, casting or... Oh, okay. Something. That, that is not particular to this episode, but um, we had a conversation. So over the past week, uh, I moved my brother-in-law um, out of their old place and into their new place. Well, out of their old place into storage and into yes. their new place, uh, which was a whole a whole fucking time. But, yeah, we talked uh, about this at the beginning of the episode. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but during this, they are also big Game of Thrones fans. Uh, we, we talked about the casting of this show. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment, and I, and I tend to be a little maybe exaggerative in some cases. Y'all have maybe seen that. 
People are all engage in a little hyperbole from, from time yeah, to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I said, I think that this is the best casted show in existence. I don't think that there's ever been a TV series that has been casted more appropriately than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I might even say that every casting is great. Every casting in this show is great. And... <clears throat> And, you know, like, my, my sister-in-law was like, well, some people have been replaced in this show, like The Mountain, for example, or like Daria, or Dario, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I think Amanda maybe mentioned Dario. And she's like, that, that has to hold some weight. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, it's not to say that the old casting was bad. It's just that, like, it, you know, like, it, they just went a different direction. And it's not bad now. Until I remembered... That Obara Sand exists. Oh, yeah. How could you? I thought you were going to bring up old Bam Margera. No, dude. No, man. Fucking Obara Sand. How could you forget about Obara Sand? This is now. She told you who she was so many times, Zach. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Oh, my God. But despite Obara Sand, I guess what I. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is I wanted to ask you do you feel like there's anybody who's miscast? Um. Okay. There is one that I've always kind of has stuck out in my mind. I think I've told you this before. And I want to preface this by saying the the way they cast him and the way they took that character's direction actually turned out for very good in this show. Mm-hmm. But from the beginning, the one that I always felt was a little off and weird was, uh, uh, shit, uh, the leader of the wildlings. What is his name? Um, Oh, uh, what is his name? Fuck. Uh, I'm a little buzzed, so I have an excuse. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, my memory is terrible. Uh, gets Mance burned. Raider. Mance Raider, thank you, Jesus. The way he is described in the books and just like his personality, You've told I, me this before. I feel I like I does not fit with, uh, how he's written in the books? Well, how he's cast in the show. Well, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, now, I want, like I said, I want to preface uh, the direction they took him and the performance for what it was was phenomenal, and I ended up loving it. But he's just presented as way more of like a very... Like a very kind of like passive fun loving scoundrel type. Like he's like he's like always like playing like a lute. Like he's a bard almost. Like he's Sure. Okay. He's very just kind of charismatic and charming. And that didn't really come across as much, that aspect of it. Sure. In the show. I think that I think that a big part of that I don't think that you would disagree is that like Game of Thrones became like the first like low fantasy touching the edges of dark fantasy mm. to become like a hit. Sure. And I and I think that taking him in that direction would have been kind to kind of like uh I just think a little backwards. Like like I think that this show this show in particular contrary to like to to the way it's written in the books. 
I think really thrives off of powerful, like, uh, authoritative, more presence, authoritative. Yeah. yeah. It's probably a good way, but also like maybe even like quietly, like manipulative. Sure. Uh, like personalities. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like a really, really big driving force in, in like in, in the show. Um, and, and I, I just don't like, I, I guess I guess what I'm really getting at here is like if he had been cast in a way to represent the way he's written in the books, mm-hmm. I don't know that it would have fit well with, it might with not the have. show as a whole. You know what I mean? The, the comparison that just occurred to me is it's almost like this is going to be sound very odd, but if you've read the books, I, I think you might agree with me. It's almost like him and Braun should have switched places, as odd as that sounds. Because Braun in the show... No, yeah, I kind I of fits that. He's, that. he's 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 very kind of charming, charismatic. He sings. My dude has a lovely singing voice. Mm-hmm. Uh he's he's a little bit of a scoundrel and schemer. And Braun in the books is a little more serious. Only uh, because Mance I've actually meant met Mance in in the uh, in the books. I I actually I don't think that that's as crazy as a take as you may think it is. Well, I think that that's I said, actually really. Maybe maybe kind of like super spot on. If I'm being honest, based super based. No, <laughs> super based. I, I don't think it's a it's a crazy take. It just seems a little off the wall if you haven't. Read oh, sure. Anyway, right. okay. we are getting so far off topic here. Uh, I don't think you're totally off in saying that this is one of the best cast shows of all time. I think okay. where you went off the rails a little bit was that every single casting ever is the best casting. Right, ever. right, 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 right. Ah, you know, you might have stretched it a little bit there. Sure. I just, I don't know, man. Like th- this, it's just such a big production and like for there to be one issue that I have, Obara Sand, yeah. it's just like really fucking minimal, dude. Like no, for sure. How, how large this whole thing is. Let so me I say, think that's more my take. Let me say this specifically in that there are half a dozen different casting off the top of my head that I think, oh, you could not possibly have gotten anyone more perfect for that. Like, sure. there is literally, if you had unlimited budget and unlimited pull, it wouldn't matter. I still would want Charles Dance as Tywin. I would still want Mark Addy as uh, as uh, King Robert. I would still want Sean Bean as Ned. Yes. You know, like... There are uh, Arya. Uh, I would still want Maisie Williams. Arya. There are like so many of those where it's like, no, it's it's literally perfect. So right, and that is what maybe is most impressive. Okay, I do have another question, and I know oh, that this God. episode is already this episode running, is running so long. But long, look, Jesus. dude, we haven't we haven't graced our listeners with a long True. episode. True, a, long time. a lot of so them much. love like, it because they are gluttons are, for punishment. Y- y'all are apparently. fucking weirdos. Y'all but fucking I weirdos. I am curious. I don't know why this is this question's coming up now. Maybe yeah, it's because I'm I'm a little buzzed. You're a little buzzy. buzzy uh, do you wish that the show explored the Lady Stoneheart oh, storyline? Boy, we're getting into that, huh? Yeah. Well, I kind of like when we were thinking about casting. I was thinking about uh, Catelyn, and I was like, well, you know, it just kind of like trailed off into that. I don't know. Without knowing where it goes and how it ends, I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm, okay. Were you excited to learn of Lady Stoneheart in the books? I mean, excited is a weird it's word Thoros for it. who brings her back, right? Kind of, sort of, no. I don't really want to spoil that. 
Because it's very interesting and intriguing and like, holy shit, what is happening here? I can't remember. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that, to be honest with you. Okay, like, all right. I think at the time on first watch, I was like, yeah, where's Lady Stoneheart? Um, okay. In hindsight, maybe. Like, listen, I understand, like... Sometimes at some you point, have to put characters at that. some point, the show had to end because the books are never going to end. So, yeah, you know, there's that. Okay. But anyway, Scott, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, one quick one. There's a line I missed that I thought was very funny. This is actually from uh, Roos, uh, R.I.P. He had one great line last in him, last in him. Uh, this is when they, he, they're basically getting the news that uh, like six of ramsey's best hunters not his 20 best men but six good men uh-huh. uh are dead and all this and ramsey like Roos is just looking at ramsey like yeah you fucked up again my dude and um ramsey says they obviously had help and Roos just hits him with uh i didn't think lady sansa killed him all killed them all herself <laughs> and i'm just <laughs> yeah. like that's good Roos. sure that's really sure. good uh, uh that was it anything the- else from you yeah, the really the only thing is that the music when John wakes up and it rolls into the credits is so epic, dude. Well, just like the silence before that, well, we didn't yes. really talk about. Yes, yes, yes. So the silence good. and then his gasp. But yeah. like when I'm when I'm picturing the first time watching this at your place when it was when it was airing, there was a silence. We were like, "Oh, it's probably going to happen now, right? Yeah, we're going to yeah, see yeah. this happen." He wakes up and then the music starts. Mm, and so as good. if we weren't already hype. Yeah. It was like this music was like, no, guys, now's the time to be hype. Like get fucking hype. Get fuck get fucking hype, dude. Hell yeah. Uh it was so it's so good, dude. That that it's music is so intense and so good. And the end of that episode is great. It's very, very good. Hey, let's do that thing that we do. Let's do the thing we do. This is time for Who Be Thrown In, where we last left off, uh, season six, episode one. We had a, boy, we had an interesting list here. You sounded like somebody jump cut you. Did what? Who Be Thrown In, where we last left off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do be jump cutting. Uh, Sansa looking good in her season six fit here, by the way. She's not quite there yet, but, uh, I'm glad I updated that picture. I was going to ask you, did you update these pictures? Well, last week, we already talked about this. Doesn't matter. Yes. Anyway, uh, Sansa looking good. Number one spot. Alistair Thorne, number two. Boy, he, uh, will probably drop. Uh, Number three (laughs) was Theon. Number four was Brienne. And number five was my guy Davos. He's going to go up. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. Um, Sansa, I think, can come off. Yeah, she was barely in this episode. Like, her scene wasn't bad, but I just don't think there's much there. Same can be said for Brienne. And Theon, I feel like... Uh, and obviously, Sir Alistair got put in jail, so he is coming off for sure. Um, Zach, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one. I think we need to institute a new rule. You know, we have these rules for who be thrown in that we oh, then yeah, always so follow without fail and never, ever break them. I want to institute a rule that says that if you come back to life, uh, <laughs> you go on the list. <laughs> If you literally come back from the dead, okay, I'm alright with that. You make the list. I'm alright with that. Probably top the list. 
I I'm all right with that. Okay, let's just uh, this episode has gone on long enough. Let's not waste anyone's time and put the now resurrected Jon Snow at number one. Uh, who are you thinking, pal? Man, it's it's honestly it's really tough because like despite this episode being mostly good, it doesn't really end with anybody in like a particularly good position or a good spot. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like yes, Arya's situation seems to have be like getting better. It's but, improved, like, but it's like yeah, we still haven't really seen the fruits of that, right? Uh, I. I feel like somebody in King's Landing should be talked about, but like I, I can't really figure out. Like, do I think it's Jamie because of his scene with the High Sparrow? That's what I was gonna maybe suggest. Or is yeah. it is it Cersei because now she has Tommen, the King of Westeros, like coming back to her and asking for her help, which does truly improve her position. Yeah, like I, I don't really know who it should be, but I, I feel like we need to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, like Jamie is. You make a good point about Cersei. I wasn't really thinking about her. I was thinking more Jamie, but he, he does just kind of have to back down. But yeah, but his scenes are really good, though. Correct. Right. Uh, Cersei, I can definitely see. I think she would be the only other one. Um, let's let's throw them both up there for now, and then we can okay. eliminate if needed. Okay. Uh, there's Jamie. Okay, look, this is this is the one that I don't really want to address, but I think that like we at least need to converse about it. Like, do we consider Ramsey? I I th- I think we have to. Okay. As much as I don't want to, he did just become Lord Bolton, right? Uh, and and effectively like a warden of the North. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, he does not. De- he does not deserve a new picture. By the way, that's that's my silent protest against Ramsey. Oh my god. Um, I have one. Okay. That you're gonna love. What about my guy, Cracklin Oatbrand? Dude, I thought about that. Uh, God, you're so fucking dumb. I hate you so much. <laughs> Um, it's for those just listening. It's literally a picture of cereal. It's just <laughs> it's just crackling open. I I think he's at least in the discussion. I don't know that he makes a list, but okay. Uh, let's, let's keep him up. Tyrion successfully unchained the dra- dragons, and Tyrion also delivers a trailer worthy line. Apparently, so. No, I, I, I don't yeah, think Tyrion. Let's, I don't let's, think Tyrion. Let's eliminate Tyrion. No, Tyrion. Um, who else? else? I feel like there was someone else I was thinking. Okay, look. Uh, oh, again, also, Mel. Not a big fan. Okay, right, true. Mel, Mel's a good one. Mel, for Not sure. a big fan of this next pick. But do we... Sorry, you may have to go get a picture. Do we consider Euron? No. No? no, he hasn't done anything yet. I mean, I mean, the- he literally killed the king of the Iron Islands. He killed it, but th- that hasn't improved his position yet. Okay. I I don't think so. Okay, okay. Look, I I don't like him, so I'm not gonna be like, yo, we gotta have him. No, I understand, but I I also don't like him, but also legitimately, I don't think. He okay. Needs any props? All right. Uh, let's. I. I, uh, think, I think this is our list. I think no. This is our uh, list. He. Sh- he looks Shut so cute. He's up, so Scott. sleepy. Shut up. 
ghost is my guy. No, no, no. I did have one more legitimate one. Uh, well, kind of. To either Tormund or Ed for, like, retaking Castle Black. Ed is... Ed's a candidate. Ed has never been on the list. So I would have to find a picture of him. Is Ed ever going to be on the list again? Yes! <laughs> I think so. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Go ahead and find a picture of Ed. All right. Do While you're thing. doing that, I will remind all of you listeners and watchers out there that you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at We Don't Want a Pod. And uh, you can join the Discord where uh, we just hang out and talk about Game of Thrones and Harry Potter and One Piece and a bunch of other dumb random shit uh, that we are into. So come be a part of the Wannabes community. That would be great. We'd love you guys and appreciate you for that. Well, that was quick. Uh, You got to crop that. Um, (laughs) Have faith in me, my dude. No faith for you, bud. Fuck off. No faith. I'm more of a Davos in this uh, in this exchange here. <laughs> fuck, fuck the gods. Fuck faith. Fuck I'm not a devout man, obviously. Yeah, I'm definitely not a devout man. I love how you prepared a picture of Cracklin' Oat Brand. <laughs> a picture of Dolores Ed, my guy. Ooh, you got me there. That's because that was a much better joke than just Dolores Ed. I, I will never miss the chance for a dumb How has joke. Ed never been on the list before? Nah, listen, that's a travesty. That is I kind of feel like we need to correct it. And honestly, I feel like he, it may he be came through big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I, I agree. Mel and Davos and John do not get their moments if not for Ed. I agree. I agree and, with you. Uh, were you done, by the way, with your whole yeah, thing? Yeah, I was agreeing. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm done. As funny as the Cracklin' Oat Brand joke thing is, I don't think he makes the list. Sure. Uh, I also am not sure either of our King's Landing people. Cersei, okay, I'm more let's, sold on. Let's let's go. Let's. Who, who's next? Who's our contender for a second for me it's davos i i agree with that and i kind of again hopefully you are on the same page with me but i kind of think that ramsey needs to be (sighs) i as much as i don't like it i think you're probably right okay so we're we're discussing four and five i think so yeah where davos where the fuck are you (laughs) he's right there scott he's right (laughs) yeah shut up uh davos goes to his speech was unbefucking leaveable uh and let's see, uh, where are you, Mop Man? Ugh, I don't like it, but he did become Warden of the North. Um, so that leaves us Ed, Cersei, Mel, and Jamie. I don't think we're forgetting anywhere else, anyone else. I think that Mel. Mel just resurrected a person. Yeah, from the dead. I would feel bad about leaving Mel off this list. Mel, I think it's Ed? Mel and Ed. Cool. We just agreed. Done. It's, so it's who, over. Is it go Mel it's, for it's Mel five? All right. No, no, no. Reverse it. Reverse it. It's Ed I, and Mel. That's what I was kind of thinking more. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I, I think I think Cersei has a a real argument, but I just don't think it's quite there yet. Uh, she 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 will surely have her time if I. 
Now if I can find her to remove her. Cersei, there you are. Okay, hey, we did it. They went, oh, oh, we're gonna cut. We gotta get under two hours. Uh, John, one, Davos, two, Mop Man, three, and four, and Melisandre at five. What a hell of a list. Who be thrown in? Zach, what do you rate this episode? I rate this episode a 7.5. I rate it a solid 7.5. I didn't really think about it, but your rating hey, sounds good. So. Solid 7.5 sounds a little familiar. <laughs> Oh, not to me, you don't. Uh, Zach, take us the fuck out of here. Guys, we appreciate you so much for watching and listening. Uh, if you're new here, please hit the subscribe button. That means Didn't you already a do hit this? Hit the like button. No, I did not do this. Yeah, hit the like God. button. Go and tap that thing. What is it? The thing that all the fucking cringe ass people say? Smash, Smash the, like the like button. button. Yeah. Uh, do that. Uh, it does help, actually. So truly, uh, do, do us the favor and do that thing. And uh, you guys already know where to find us. I already told you guys this. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, have a good fucking week, I guess. Bye. Got my spirit fingers. Spirit going. fingers. Woo -woo. Yeah.